Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. Today we had another GRC race, and can I just say Scott Speed had the worst day ever. I mean, seriously, his, well, either it was either one or two days, but other way it was awful i mean the racing was good the racing was pretty close his race however no luck just nothing i don't know if he was under the weather or you know something was wrong with the car but i think he was just i think it was the track to be honest i mean everyone everyone has a track that they like and are good at and everyone has a track that they don't like and or are not very good at so i think this might have been one of those tracks on the finale of all the heats he was doing pretty good it was pretty quick although into turn one, he would always throw it in pretty hard and run wide, and I think, I think that was out of his, he was doing that out of anger, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I'm thinking, that was a bit of a, uh, spirited move that he did, other than that though, Tara Faust has been pretty dominant throughout this entire season this year, and I think the last two races really have showed just, it's funny, because the, the commentators were saying that when he gets out, you know, into the open, and when he's first place and no one's behind him, he, he really is quite fast, he really can shine, and it's funny, because I've talked to a friend about this before, but it seemed to us like a lot of the time he's made quite a few rookie mistakes, but this year, he seems to be on it, and because he's been out, he's been out in front for pretty much the entirety of this year, he seems to really be doing good, he seems to be really fast, um, the only thing I, I wish would happen is that they wouldn't be so dominant, and I know that kind of seems wrong, but it's like every week you can, you can expect Volkswagen to win. And, and it's kind of getting boring. It's like, oh yeah, Volkswagen's going to win this, Volkswagen's going to win this, Volkswagen's going to win this. Oh, they're probably going to get second here. But, you know, I don't know what they figured out or what they've done or what they're or if they're cheating. But they, they've done something to really get those Beatles up to speed. They have, real, they have just done something that I wouldn't have expected I just, I don't know what they've done. They've done something incredible. And what was funny is Honda seems to have figured out something as well. I don't know what they did, but, I mean, all this season they haven't been doing, they've been doing fine, but at best, I mean, maybe mediocre is a bit of a strong word, but that that's about how they've been doing this year. But this race, however, they figured something, they've done something, because they haven't been this competitive or this fast all year. So I think this race, they did something, they figured something out. I don't think, I don't think it's with the turtles or the engine. I think they figured out something in handling. I mean, sure, they were, in terms of driving style, there might, there probably wasn't a difference, but it, it looks like they could carry a lot more corner speed and really bolt out of the corners a lot better. So maybe handling and tires and maybe a bit of engine work, but they, they did figure something out, that's for sure. I wish I knew though, because they were just... They were fast. I have to admit, they were fast. They won a few. I think they won at least one race. But they were they were incredible. I gotta admit, I was not expecting that from Honda. I was expecting just another fairly mediocre race, but I was not expecting that. That that was a really good race by them. And I'm wondering, as I said before, what what did they do to that car? Because it wasn't tires, probably. Because I'm pretty sure everyone runs the same tires, but it had to be. Probably was something with the engine, now that I think about it, but I think they did something with handling. Specifically turn-in, because their turn-in speed was a bit better than I've seen all year. Probably, I don't know, I don't think they upgraded the steering speed, 
in terms of the how fast the steering response is, but they did something. That that was incredible. And Ford, well, you know, Ford hasn't been doing good, or I should say the Fiestas, but this this time around, eh, Honda. You know, hey, Subaru. I forgot about Subaru. They were doing pretty well. I mean, they have had the... And I, you know... I thought Scott Speed had bad luck this year. They have been doing awfully all year. But this this time, much like everyone else in the field, they seem to have figured something out as well. Though they didn't do the best, they have done better. So we'll see what happens next race. And we'll see if they can really make a comeback, even though they're not going to win the championship because it's way too far gone for them to do anything. But as I was saying, the Ford... Eh, they're, they're fast, but... What was interesting is that it used to be Volkswagen and Ford. They used to be the fastest about a race or two ago. But today, this race, now, oddly, it seemed to be Volkswagen and Honda. Sure, there's a lot more Fords in the field, which frankly I think is unfair. However, it's really interesting because there's not as many Hondas. But you know what? They were pretty impressive this today. I think we might see, in terms of who has the fastest cars, I think we're, we might see a change. Ford, I think, will still have it because I think the drivers are more experienced with the Fiestas. They've been racing them for ages. But, however, I think Honda are starting to get the hang of it. I think they're going to get it. Subaru, on the other hand, will take longer. But, yeah, Ford. Ford have been doing well, but this race, something seems off to me. I mean, you know, Volkswagen are always dominant, but, you know, when even Honda are impressive, even though they, they haven't been doing ideally what they wanted to be all year, Something's off. Probably not with the Ford cars, but... Yeah. I mean, though, to be fair, Steve Arpin and the rest of them, they... You know, even Patrick Sandell. Something was weird. Something was off. I don't know what it was, but I'm... I'm kind of suspicious, because Honda... Honda and Subaru have figured something out, even though Subaru still have a long ways to go before they're really, truly competitive. Honda, on the other hand, I feel like they're one or two races away from being fully competitive. We'll have to see on, on the next track. We're definitely going to have to see. Tanner, but Tanner Faust did good as usual. Scott, gosh. Yoni Weeman, he was... They were pretty impressive, as well as was Sebastian Erickson. I mean, Yoni Weeman was in the LCQ, but he got out of the LCQ. I'm telling you, I really, really want to know what they changed to those cars. Because something... They did something massive. And if they can approve upon that continuously, they will pretty quickly be knocking on the door of Volkswagen and Volkswagen are gonna be scrambling to have a reply to them because that that's gonna be their greatest challenge for sure is holding off Honda and Ford Subaru not 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 too well at all the races were the races were pretty good can't believe Scott Speed crashed though that man it's funny because as I was watching the car behind him I can't remember which driver it was I saw the tire bundle flip, and I thought it was Scott Speed flipping. But then as the camera changed to the, to, you know, outside of the GoPro, it didn't look like he flipped. And I was like, but... And so, you know, a few more heats afterwards when they were replaying that, I saw he hit the tire bundle, and that's what flipped. So then I was like, oh, now I get it. Now now that makes sense. The other interesting thing was he, he did get a slight nudge, and I was like, oh, he'll have it. And then he put on the brakes, and then everything just went downhill. He just started sliding and sliding. I was like, "Ooh, oh, oh, you're not, you're not gonna save that, are you?" Ooh, yeah. A few people, in fact, quite a lot of people, got their tires busted this round. It was pretty intriguing to see how many tires what let go. I was like, 
why are why are you killing all of your tires? It's just don't you know don't kill your tires. Your tires are your best friend. I think Tanner learned that lesson a bit harshly last race when he lost. I think both of his or near enough almost both of his rear tires that racing got about fourth. That was a pretty impressive fight fight from him. That was equally a good race. Well, it's interesting that was. I mean, a few of the races you hear you hear the commentation. I know they're gonna have to conserve their tires or whatever. But this race or this round, I didn't hear any of the. I mean, I might have been a little bit late by like five minutes, but I didn't hear anything about conserving tires. Just absolutely nothing. I really want more manufacturers to come into GRC, but we'll have to see if that happens next year. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this, and I will see you after a word from our sponsors. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com and get your cards today. Welcome back, everyone, to this part of the podcast. Robbie Gordon's father dead in apparent murder-suicide. We'll touch on that story a bit later, as even I'm curious as to... I I know what murder-suicide means, but I don't, I don't understand what exactly has happened. Tesla and Mobileye split over autopilot safety concerns. Kobe-Zeg Agera final one-of-one one listed for sale at Munich Dealer. 2016 Paris Auto Show. Your A to Z guide, even though you never see it because podcast. I mean, of course, I could just leave a link. Oh, Honda Freed. Oh, that's the name of the car. Okay. Honda Freed fits seven into its tiny form. The reason why I got confused is because we have the Honda Fit over here. So I was like, Honda Freed fit. Honda Freed fits. That's a tongue twister. Honda Freed fits seven. I was like, what, huh? It's another Japanese car that we'll never get here stateside, ever. Two 2017 Ford GTs test. Under the sun in Colorado. Next-gen Renault Clio set to debut in 2018 with hybrid tech and revolutionary interior. Mercedes-Benz GLT pickup spot cruising the streets of Stuttgart. Mercedes Group sales up by 6.3%. Will Massa and Button race next year? Maybe. Ferrari 550 Bar... Yeah, Barchetta for sale. Two previous owners and extra low mileage. The autopilot debate. USAF F-16 near... Accident footage is food for thought. Ford will continue to make enthusiast cars alongside autonomous vehicles. The fastest man on a model wheel, which is which is one giant wheel where the man can sit in the middle of it and then drive it. It's one of those thing, things. Nudges 62 miles per hour. All new 2017 Jeep Compass slash Patriot caught undisguised. This is it. And I gotta admit, I really like the looks of it. It looks really good and I cannot wait to see it unveiled. Yes, Mom, I said it right this time. Get over yourself. Mercedes-AMG on the verge of posting GTR Nürburgring lap time. I'm going to make a guess and say it's going to be like 7 minutes 25. That's what I'm thinking. $40 million Ferrari 250 GTO escapes this Jaguar only to crash afterwards. Which means someone just crashed $40 million. I don't know what the conversation is going to be had there, but I can bet you anything it is not going to be a nice one. 304 horsepower Ford Focus FR200 could be yours for $78,900, and it is a factory, well, I say factory made, we'll, we'll call it factory made, it is a factory made rice rocket. Oh gosh, 
Volkswagen evaluates Impura E right-hand drive is also possible in the future, which is basically a Chevrolet Bolt for Europe. Gotta admit, I actually like the design of the Chevrolet Bolt. It's not too bad. Next generation Mercedes-Benz A-Class comes out to play in new spy video. Skoda increases Yeti production to meet high demand. Toyota will spend $150 million to up Tacoma production in Mexico. Ford, Harman, and B&O play joint to enhance audio on automakers' models. Driver who shot at George Zimmerman found guilty of attempted murder. Desirable classic Ford, Falcon, and Holden models auctioned in Australia. Scooter rider gets hit by debris scattered by Typhoon Moranti. 2018 Toyota Camry with more rackish body has been spied. Will it be enough, though, from it being called a, an appliance on wheels? This 1989 Mitsubishi Glant VR4 comes with racing pedigree. Yes, it's a rally car. Volvo takes aim at Tesla while also praising the US EV maker. Wow. Hyundai recalls dual-clutch 2016 Tucson over accelerator pedal issue. And I just got reminded of that Toyota sticky accelerator pedal issue of 2007, I believe. 1959 Porsche Tractor for the collector who wants everything. So apparently, Lamborghini isn't the only one who used to make tractors. I am just astonished. F1 drivers want faster, more exciting cars, and preferably V12s. As so do the fans, so you know what? Get in line with the rest of them. More news on the Robbie Gordon father death issue. Police are investigating the deaths of Robert and Sharon Gordon after their bodies were found in their home in Orange, California. However, initial reports suggest wrongful death and apparent murder-suicide. Baja Bob Gordon was an off-road rally driver in his own right, and later focused on horse racing, but he was better known as the father of his namesake, Robbie Gordon. The son has proven himself as a multi-talented driver, racking up three wins in, in the NASCAR Sprint Cup, two in Indy cars, three more in the Baja 1000, seven score off-road racing wins, and nine Dakar rally stages. In 2013, he founded and continues to compete in the Speed Energy Formula Off-Road Series, formerly known as Stadium Super Trucks, winning its first two championships. His mother, Marlene, entered the Baja 500 when she was seven months pregnant with Robbie's sister, Becky, who had become a racing driver as well, and married IndyCar driver Ryan Hunter... Ray? Ray? Whatever. The sister, Robin, is the only woman ever to have won the Baja 1000. The Gordons are clearly a remarkable family whose prominent Sally came to a grinding hole on Wednesday when the bodies were found by a neighbor who was asked to check on them, check in on them. Rumors surrounding the couple's death circulated last week and into the weekend. However, police have reportedly identified Bob as a culprit, strangling his wife, Robbie's stepmother, before shooting himself. And now even more news on the, on the Hyundai recall. You know, in fact, sorry, no, that was rude of me. Let's take a moment of silence. And I'm sorry, but this is a podcast, so I can't really continue for any longer before you guys get bored. So, Hyundai Motor Company has informed the NHTSA of a new safety recall that surrounds certain 2016 Tucson vehicles. According to the manufacturer, the models produced between May 20th, 2015 and May 31st, 2016 and equipped with a 7-speed EcoShift Duo dual-clutch transmission will refuse to move if the accelerator pedal is pressed and released repeatedly. In higher ambient temperatures and specific operating conditions, transmission clutch application logic can 
result in a delayed engagement when accelerating from a stop. If the accelerator pedal is steadily depressed for, for approximately 1.5 to 2 seconds, the vehicle will begin to accelerate and normal driving is resumed. However, if the accelerator pedal is repeatedly cycled, the vehicle will not accelerate, as the feds write in their description of the defect. Hyundai will start mailing owners of the affected SUVs at the end of this month, informing them to set up an appointment with an authorized dealer, whose technicians will reprogram the transmission and control module free of charge. The automaker will also reimburse owners for repairs, according to a plan submitted in November 2014. The recall will commence on October 28th, and for additional details on the topic, customers can contact the automaker at 1-855-371-9460. Once again, that's 1-855-371-9460, or the National Highway Traffic Safety and Medical, or the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration Vehicle Safety Hotline at 1-888-327-44236. Once again, that's 1-888-327-4236. Magna Stayer's new BMW contract could spell the end of the mini pacement. Going over 100 miles per hour on Street Luge looks as scary as it sounds. Porsche Emoji for iOS 10 is perfect for the rev head in your life. And that's a, that, that, that's a new way of calling a guy a petrol head. Michigan upholds decision to ban Tesla's direct sales model. Restyled 2017 Volkswagen Golf R Wagon taking its talents to the Austrian Alps. UK motorists using their phones while driving, on the ro- while driving in record numbers. Also, the European 2017 Honda Civic hatchback has been released. Merck's next generation G-Class is hiding under this tester. Baby Blue Bugatti Chevron visits Singapore for F1 GP. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this, and I will see you after a word from our sponsors. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcards.com and get your cards today. Welcome back, everyone. And Ford has decided to acquire a San Francisco shuttle service to tackle congestion issues. Whether this will work or not, we will have to see. Aston Martin DB11 Volante is almost ready. However, it won't launch before spring 2018, so you're going to have to wait. General Motors to run on 100% renewable energy by 2050. Defective airbags claim three lives. FCA recalls 1.9 million cars globally. Facelifted Toyota GT86 arrives in Europe with track mode. Renault-Nissan Alliance marks 350,000th. EV sold. Volkswagen teases electric car concept for Paris, and it actually looks like a Tesla. Seat makes the me trendier with Cosmopolitan Edition. The Grand Tour, confirmed for November 18th, will debut on Amazon Prime. Select Range Rover and Discovery Sport models getting hybrid power. Last, Mitsubishi Lancer Evolution Final Edition fetches $76,400 at auction. Mid-engine Corvette C8 may be sold exclusively with a dual-clutch transmission. Mercedes-Benz E-Class all-terrain confirmed for Paris debut. 
Audi R8 to get twin turbo 2.9 liter V6 variant. Abarth's 124 Spider Rally car sounds even better than you thought. Way better. And I have to admit, I watched the video. It, it, gosh, it sounds awesome. Man caught doing 89 miles per hour in a DeLorean tried to convince the cops he's not a time traveler. Oh, gosh. Uh, happy birthday, Toyota Corolla. Happy 50th birthday to you for you being called an appliance on wheels along with your brother, the Camry. Happy birthday, you, you, you jolly old car. Now, now go eat your cake. Geiger cars, like, like Geiger counter, but you can obviously, yeah. Geiger cars infuses Cadillac ATS-V Coupe with more attitude. Standard Volkswagen Golf hatch could receive all-wheel drive in the USA. Toyota recalls 2016 Prius over partially inflating airbags. Faraday Future hires former Volkswagen's former marketing senior vice president. Wow, that's a lot of former. Fiat subtly refreshes 2017 Panda. Order books are now open. And for a lot of you who live in America who do, who probably have no idea what the Panda is, it's... How do I explain this? Take a Ford Fiesta, then get the five-door variant. Then lift it up a little bit, and then give it a tiny engine. The Panda's like that. that that's what it's like. And I love the Panda. Really cool car. Subaru will wait for EVs to become more popular before making one, and frankly, I applaud that. Beautiful, bright blue, road-legal McLaren P1 GTR for sale. Former F1 and kart driver Alex Zanardi wins Paralympic gold. Opal Cascade becomes supreme with new special edition. Kinetic Concept is Lexus's idea of a comfortable and supportive seat, even though it looks like it'll give you the worst backache this side of something. Here's proof! That Ronald's 271 horsepower Clio RS16 is heading to production. However, now we gotta do more recall news. And I thought last week was pretty bad. Following an analysis prompted by Fiat Chrysler Automobiles of certain field events and other vehicle data, the automaker has announced a recall of approximately 1.9 million vehicles worldwide. Out of these, an estimated 1.4 million units are in the US, 142,959 in Canada, and 81,000. 901 in Mexico, not to mention 284,051 outside North America, and include the 2010 Chrysler Sebring, 2011-2012 Chrysler 200, 2010-2012 Dodge Caliber, 2010-2014 Dodge Avenger, 2010-2014 Jeep Patriot and Compass, and 2012-2013 Lancia Flavia, Flavia. Flavia, Flavia, doesn't matter. FCA states that the aforementioned vehicles will have to be taken back to a dealership due to a condition that may prevent airbag and seatbelt pretenders deployment capability in certain crashes. Adding to that, the condition may occur when vehicles equipped with a particular occupant restraint, restraint control module and impact sensor wiring of a specific design are involved in certain collisions. Aware of three deaths and five injuries that could be related to this condition, the automotive giant has yet to release a notification schedule, but writes that concerned owners with questions may contact the FCA U.S. Customer Care Center at 1-800-853-1403. Once again, that's 1-800-853-1403. 
FCA's latest safety campaign comes just a week after General Motors announced a recall for nearly 4.3 million vehicles worldwide, out of which 3.64 million are million are found in the United States due to a software defect that can prevent airbags from deploying in a certain crash. And Toyota is now up on the chopping block. If any of you watched Chopped, then hats off to you. Toyota's North American division is conducting a safety campaign of certain units of the 2016 Prius. According to the manufacturer, the recall recall affects approximately 7,600 Prius hybrids equipped with a front passenger airbag that contains stored compressed gas in the inflator and a component that could have been improperly welded and or misassembled. In extreme cases, the gas may escape without a deployment signal leading to a partial inflation of the airbag. Toyota is aware of some incidents related to this condition and states that this has this has been observed when the vehicle is parked and unoccupied for a period of time. Adding to that, an airbag that inflates in this manner can, under some circumstances, increase the risk of injury and the possibility of a crash. Toyota said it will inform all owners of the infected cars by mail starting in November, advising them to schedule an appointment with an authorized dealer. The final step will see technicians replace the front airbag assembly with the new one free of charge. Mommy, when are we going to replace the coffee maker Dad uses? Well, ex- well... Well, Xavier, well, um, we gotta get it recalled by next year, because they don't recall things immediately. But, Mommy, look at Dad's eyes, it's all red, he, he hasn't had coffee for two days, he, he needs more coffee, we, you, you, you gotta get it recalled now. I swear, half, half these times when they say, oh, well, it takes like two months or like five more months before we can actually recall it, it's like, I get that there's a lot of cars in the world and you gotta find the effective ones or whatever, but if it takes that much time to replace a car, you might as well tell them, go down to the dealership and get a donor car. You'd be safer off then. I just... Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me. Subaru's still unsure if BRZ will, will receive a replacement. This is Volvo's all-new V90 Cross Country, and I gotta say, it looks brilliant. Though it kind of has a little bit of whiskers on its face. Well, maybe not whiskers, but... Something like partial of a beard. New Kia Rio detailed ahead of Paris debut and to go on sale in Q1 of 2017. And it looks angry, but I actually quite like it. It looks pretty good. Ubisoft's The Crew. Now free for download on PC through Uplay, but only temporarily. So get it now while you can. Catrum 620R Lego set ready to drive off the shelf. Alpha Romeo's latest product plan calls for six new models by 2020. And if it's anything like SCA's five-year plan, we're never going to see that happen. Aston Martin, Ford, Rolls-Royce, and Volvo not attending 2016 Paris show, which is actually quite interesting. BMW prep, prepping ding fall, ding, fall, ding golfing plant for new 5 Series sedan production. See how I saved that from utter catat- yeah, yeah I didn't. Opel Vivaro Sport gives gives Big Van a more aggressive look. Citroen is bringing two new concepts at Paris. 2017 Audi Q3 receives subtle facelifts and a new special edition. Dacia revamps Sandero and Logan Range ahead of Paris debut. Or Paris show, sorry. Honda updates its slick little N-Box slash key car. Though it is... Man, that is the weirdest thing I have ever seen. That was actually kind of cool. 
new Volkswagen Terramount SUV to adopt 2-liter TSI and 3.6-liter V6 in the U.S. Porsche considering Mini Mission E electric sedan, and all of this is from last week. So, how long? Oh, sweet, we're overtime. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I will see you all next time. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye, until next time.